0: Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode. And this one is another episode where me and Lorna are answering your questions. So we've started receiving a lot of good questions via Instagram. If you have any, you can send those questions to us via Instagram. Via Facebook, via email, via contact form on our website. There's so many ways to contact us. So just pick your favorite and let us know what you would like us to dive into. Also, if you're new to this podcast and our community, make sure you hit the follow button so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you want more, make sure you go to mindic.eu weekly hacks, where you can sign up to receive our weekly mindset and performance hacks delivered straight to your inbox. And also, Make sure you follow us on Instagram because on Instagram we're publishing a lot of content similar to the things that we talk about in this podcast but with all this being out the way let's dive into today's episode.
1: Okay, so the question
0: we've gotten is one of all the questions we've gotten is currently not able to ride adequately or properly as awaiting surgery help on how to stay motivated. I think this is a very interesting question because we've had a lot of riders around us recently who's had a similar situation. And uh, we have actually also seen that people are dealing differently with this. And the way you come out of something like this and how quickly you can recover when you come out of something like this and be back riding, um, it differs depending on how you manage this situation, let's say.
1: Dora, do you want to explain a little bit? It absolutely comes down to your mindset. There is always a positive in every situation. It's what you choose to do with the situation. And I know from her hand experience, not me being injured, but my horse being injured, you can sit around and without being rude and not being offensive to anyone and feel a bit sorry for yourself and go down the poor me route and, you know, see everything that you've not got and how bad everything is. But trust me, more bad things happen from having that attitude or flip it around or reframe it and find the positives find out what you can do rather than focusing on what you can't do Mm
0: -hmm. yeah absolutely I think like you say everything starts with your mindset and everything comes down to your mindset and doesn't really matter what kind of situation you're going through your mindset will define uh the and when I say mindset I mean the perspective that you choose to take on it and what you choose to focus on will define how you feel so you know, this question in particular is like how to stay motivated. Motivation is also like, it's one of those tricky things, right? Motivation comes and goes. So whether you're, you cannot write or you can write motivation, even if you're able to write or motivation can dip from time to time, right? Even if we're like, let's say in the winter when it's dark or motivation tends to go down a little bit. And, and I think relying on motivation as a, as a keystone for hitting your goals or making progress in your writing is never a good idea. So whether you're injured or not, I think we should never make it a goal of being motivated. A key prerequisite for being successful. To me, like motivated, like, there's this thing I heard in the book once, it's like, if you took the action, you were motivated enough to do it. And mm-hmm. if you didn't take the action, you didn't have enough motivation. But it's not so much about the motivation, it's about taking the action because the action is going to get you to results. So rather than worrying, because I have so many like writers being worried about their motivation, but really worry about taking action. Like Focus on the action part and just ask yourself, what can I take action on? Which goes back to what you said, focus on what's in your control. So if you're about to get surgery, there are certain things that you cannot do, absolutely, that you cannot take action on, but I can guarantee that there are other things that you can take action on. So rather than worrying about whether you're motivated or not, Focus on the things that you can take action on, what's inside of your control, what you're still able to do.
1: And I think for me, when I listen to you talk, and I talk from my own experience, it's all about your why. Like, why are you doing this? Because as you say, motivation comes and goes, and you know, some days we just can't be bothered. And that's normal, and that's okay. But it's your why. You know, you think... And we all go through this. You feel a bit sorry for yourself because something's happened to either you or your horse, and that's fair enough. But why? Why are you doing this? Like, why are you getting out of bed every single morning and you know wanting to pursue this? And yes, if. Somebody is injured, there's so many things you can't do. But what can you do? There's so many things you can do. Like we can continually work on ourselves every single day, regardless of whether we're injured or not, regardless of whether we can be bothered or we can't. There are things we can do every single day. And it, it does come down to taking action and stop, you know, having a whole conversation about your with yourself about why you should or shouldn't do something. Just like you say, get up and take some action. Or if you're injured, there's always, always something you can do.
0: Yeah, like reading a book on personal development, reading a book on mindset, listening to a podcast, um, looking up your you know, plan for how you, you're gonna maybe recover from, from 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 this surgery in particular, how you can make the fastest progress after once the surgery is done, already make a plan for your recovery, if that's within your control. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, maybe you need to wait and see. But point is even if you were to like maybe get surgery on your hip. I'm sure there are other exercises that you can do like core exercises and, and you know for your upper body and your riding there's always
1: something that you can do. But I, I think again that comes down to your mindset because how many people would say oh you know when you feel about that and you can't bother to read a book or you can't you know you can't be bothered to listen to something but how many people would actually sit there and watch netflix or spend an hour scrolling through their phone and see what everybody else is doing like how come you have the motivation to do that to you know dig into everyone else's life and make yourself feel even worse because you see everybody else out doing all the things that you want to be doing which you temporarily can't well do something positive like you say read a book you know a podcast it's 20 minutes you don't even have to sit down for hours on end journal on things find positive affirmations there's a million things you can do
0: yeah, and and that I I think whether you make the choice then of watching Netflix or listening to a podcast is going to help you. I think that mm-hmm. comes down to what you you already referred to being your why. Like, what is the reason that you're even doing this? Why is this important to you? Because if something is important enough to you, you'll do the work. You'll prioritize it. You'll make it happen. You'll do the maybe not so, not so sexy stuff, to be very honest. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if I were to, you know, right now, we I, I, and Lorna we were chatting about this. I had a cross-country competition last weekend. And, you know, I've gotten to a point now I have a very, even if it's just five, I got a very cool cross-country horse. He just is like a lion. He just like, he, he eats defenses up, literally. He loves to jump and he loves to get to the other side. And there's not a single hesitation in him to, to, to jump whatever is put in front of him. But now I'm at the point where I, i'm almost losing the control a little bit in the cross country and now i'm going to need to do the unsexy work of riding into a cross country and just like working on control and and getting him back and you know all those things that are not so fun and not so sexy and and work on probably a lot of dressage and just go out and riding a lot of dressage programs and and 15 million transitions to just make sure that i have control on the horse um but the thing is I am even motivated to do that because I know that that's what's going to get me to the next step Mm. of this journey. Because it's important to me that I can go out and ride internationals and become a better rider. And I now know that that is the next step for me. And even if that's not sexy and that's not the fun part of the work, I am really motivated to do it because I have a very strong why behind it. It's important enough to me.
1: Yeah. And I think I think your why is the first thing that everyone should ask themselves, no matter what it is. Like, why are you doing this? Because if your why is strong enough, then you're, yeah, there's odd days that you're not going to be motivated. But you're, you know, you're going to keep heading in the right direction. And the days that you don't feel motivated or you can't be bothered or the weather's bad or all that kind of stuff, it's why you keep doing it. Do you know, it's like, to me, it rains, well, big deal. Like, my horse is going to get better, I'm going to get better, or it's raining outside. I'm still going to go running because I'm going to get stronger, therefore I'm going to be able to ride my horse better. So, like, stop looking, I guess, at the things that are right in front of you and, and talking yourself out of them. Like, you know, it's raining outside. What's the worst that happens? Your attack's going to get wet. We're going to get wet. Like, mm. we're you know, we're, we're not fragile. We'll dry. Mm. So whatever it is that you want to do, if your why is strong enough, all that self talk and the things that you want to keep talking yourself out of it, like it it doesn't for me it doesn't even become an issue i'm doing it and that's i know you all say that's one thing i'm very good at but whatever i say i'm doing i'm doing there's no there's no question asked about it whether i feel motivated or not and i see that as a challenge because i can talk myself through it you know, that voice in my head saying, do you know what, it'd actually be better today if you just sat on the sofa. You're a bit tired. You can do it tomorrow. Just eat the chocolate. Watch Netflix. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I actually see that as a challenge. I'm like, no, get your trainers on and get outside. <laughs> yes, it's what I hit. But I see that as a challenge in my mind. Yeah. Like that is a like I don't want to give into that. But that's me all over. You know, that that side of me is not that voice is not going to win. What's going to win is the voice. And you feel amazing when you come back and you've pushed through mm-hmm. that. And then you, bit by bit, you start collecting evidence. Do you know what? If I set my mind to anything, I can do it. No questions asked. Yeah, and I love that about
0: you. That's what making you, like, you're so determined. And <laughs> I, I I, really, and you you, you never do 100%. You always do 120%. Like, even if it's not actually possible, you still manage to do it somehow. <laughs> um but yeah, so I think I think absolutely, but I think that's a good tip, what you're saying. Like when you feel that voice popping up and telling you to sit down and watch Netflix or eat the chocolate or whatever, it should use that as motivated. It's like, you're telling me I can't do it? You're telling me I can't go out running? Okay, I'm freaking gonna go out running. <laughs> so Yeah. yeah no, actually,
1: a while ago we did a really cool pep talk on that on on the little voice in your head and um, it's a bit into the nlp stuff but you can add you know like cartoon voices to it and you can make it disappear from different places and all that kind of stuff and you can actually have a lot of fun with it and i think when you you know you can never i don't think you can or personally i don't think you can ever silence your inner voice but you can certainly have a lot of fun with it trying to make it disappear and uh, have a bit of a battle with it that's for sure it's your
0: mind, right? So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. when you, when you, but it, I think the first step there is noticing it, noticing that it's happening yeah. because a lot of time we get steered by it without even noticing that it's happening. So I think the first step is, like you say, noticing that, like, that it is there and what it's saying, and then choose whether it's, you know, you're going to tag along or if you're going to stand up against it and be like you know what no (laughs) I do understand
1: when when we're talking about it and it comes back how cool that actually was because I think first of all when you're aware of it that's the first thing you need to be aware of and I remember sat there and having this pep talk and we, we asked the question I was like whose voice is it and nobody really had an answer straight away and you listen to this voice when you're aware of it you listen to this voice a lot like it's been in control for quite a long time and you listen to it a lot I don't know like whose voice is it is it mine is it You know, somebody from the past, is it a family member? I don't know. Well, you listen to it most of your day. And then, you know, where does it come from? Does it come from inside you? Does it come from outside you? And actually, when you really start to, this next little stuff, but when you really start to play around with it, you suddenly become aware of what a huge impact that voice has on you. And it literally, like they say, you can talk yourself into or out of anything, but it's not Mm -hmm. actually yourself. It's that voice in your head that can talk you into or out of anything.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's, 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 but it's almost like you have a conversation in your head, right? I heard this, I read it somewhere. It's like, it's the I and it's the me. <laughs> oh. Like one of the voices is the I and the other one is the me. The other one is the, like, it's, it's, but it's, yeah, it can get quite. But then twisted. if I yeah. ask,
1: if I ask you right now, whose voice do you listen to? Like, whose is the other voice?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is I heard this the Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I think it depends. I think it depends. It's like, you're obviously it's all you it's all you obviously mm-hmm. i mean it can be a voice of someone else and you know this yeah. is what to talk about a lot in nlp you know and, and that's obviously the next step and now we're going probably i think we can do a whole episode about this for <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. but it's like yeah I, I read a lot of books but the, this one book that i read at the moment it's like they talk about the, the fat guy and the skinny guy and they both live inside of you and The skinny guy is making decisions, making promises for the fat guy to keep, and vice Mm -hmm. versa. So it's like, you're you're the skinny guy, and then you make all those kind of promises. That you're gonna like eat the right things, you're gonna go exercising before before work and all those kind of things. But then when it really comes to it, then you turn into the fat guy again. And the mm-hmm. fat guy is like, Yeah, I'm not interested in keeping those promises, and then you know, and then the fat guy is like, Yeah, no, I want to sit down on the couch, I want to eat shitty food, I don't yeah. care. And then when it comes down to doing that, then the skinny guy, then you're the skinny guy again, and then he's like, No, this is not no, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah. Like, and, yeah i think it's just recognizing that all those like they both live inside of us right mm-hmm. they the, they're there all the time and i think awareness is key there and there's nothing wrong with it we all have those two characters or probably a lot of different characters to be very honest but it's it all lives inside of us and and it's all part of us and it all has a purpose right it it, it all has like you know either for our survival a lot of time for our survival right And they all have a purpose, so there's nothing wrong with like it's not like you should hate them in any kind of way. Just like okay, they're there, accepting that they're there. They all have a purpose, but you're in charge because at the end of the day, they're all you.
1: (laughs) They are, but but again, like I I love this because for me it's a challenge. Like it's the next level stuff. Like you can actually challenge yourself and you you can work with this voice in your head. You can actually do something with it. Like you don't you don't have to you know listen to it talking shit to you and talking you out of stuff and you know that whole um thing obviously you you know your your brain or your mind and it wants to keep you safe which is fine so it's always it's always gonna in any challenging situation or any situation you put yourself in it's always going to come up with the answer that's going to keep you safe you shouldn't do that you know take that extra pull this is all kind of it is next level stuff but then if you can take control of that and find your way through that and then suddenly you're in control again then amazing you're on to a winner like you're you've got control of it for the rest of your days because you find out you find out exactly what you can do to take control of it yeah
0: yeah i always say this makes me think about you know rob dial when he sometimes gets the question uh of like if you would if you could pick a um if you could be like a superhero like what which superhero skill like if you could like mm-hmm. one superhero skill what would it be and his answer is always 100 percent self-awareness mm-hmm which is a weird thing to say, right? Most people be like, "Yeah, I wish I could fly, or I wish I could read people's yeah. minds, or whatever." But his answer is always straight like self awareness because he knows that with hundred percent self awareness, you can do anything you want. Yeah. You're if you're hundred percent in control of your mind, then that's that's probably
1: that's come on. That's what tomorrow's pet talks about self awareness. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No oh well, incident. On that
0: note, anyone is interested. You know where to find us? Mindic.eu slash pep if you want to find out more about it. In an attempt to wrap up this episode, because I know we can make those conversations like endless, but I think there was already a lot in there. So let's see if we can uh, summarize. I think The first thing we talked about, you don't really need motivation. It's all about taking action. M- motivation comes and go. Don't rely on that as a source to get you to where you want to go. Just take action. Focus on what's inside of your control, what you can do rather than what you cannot do. Okay, you might not be able to go out running at the moment or get in the saddle at the moment because you have a some kind of hip surgery. What, but there are a lot of other things that you can do. So focus on
1: those things. Yeah, I was just thinking of that quote, That's what sort was of process. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And yeah. that always sticks with me. Yeah, yeah. There's always, and I think as well, the next thing I would say is reframe things. There's always a positive in every situation. Even when you're having the shittest day on earth, there is a positive to be found in there if you choose to find it, always. And, yeah. you know, if you... A little bit, again, off topic, but I heard before, it was in um, Bob Proctor, actually, when I was listening to his book, the one I was telling you about the other day, even if you're having the worst day on earth, the best thing you can do is to, be, to find 10 things that you're grateful for and send love to three people that either are annoying you or... Are getting under your skin or just people (laughs) that you wouldn't normally send love to and then spend five minutes just meditating asking for a bit of help and again a little bit out there but the universe will help you out and I thought that is actually so cool because then it puts you you know it puts you on that high level and again you start to see the positive and everything instead of you know we always find the negative and everything and what do they say 80% of our daily thoughts are negative so that's why we should choose to find the positive ones so there's always a positive in there and there's always something that we can work
0: on yeah and I think that is that is finding the positive is like when you when you choose to focus on what you can control rather than focusing on what you cannot control Mm -hmm. focusing what's what's possible putting yourself in the game as we say rather than what you cannot do um what else did we say the why Mm -hmm. find out your why because here's the thing if it's important enough to you you'll find a way and if not you'll find an excuse. So find, like really have a good think about why you're even doing this. Like, and also see in the bigger picture, I would say, you know, if, you know, listening to this podcast today about personal development, like see how that is a bigger piece of the puzzle of achieving your someday goal. Like put it, like put the whole puzzle out there and see that that is a puzzle piece. Because once you do, or at least for me, when I can see that that is a puzzle piece in my overall puzzle to to achieve my goal, then then i become really motivated to do that
1: yeah and i think with the this the why thing i remember when i first did this with you and it was in as a pep exercise you know do the seven levels of why because if i think if your why is not deep enough your motivation is never you know it's never going to be there because it's just on the surface level but when we did this exercise you know they say or you say it's like peeling an onion like there's seven layers to your deepest why and if you can find what what that is that is your drive. That is your motivation. Yeah. That's why you're going to keep going every single time it's raining outside, or quite frankly, you can't be arsed to <laughs> go out riding or, you know, put your trainers on and go for a run or whatever it is. If your why is deep enough, there is always a reason to keep going. And then, then like you
0: say, then you awaken your drive rather than your motivation. And your drive is something that you you can, <laughs> you can't take it away. really. It's not going like to disappear, drive. is it? No, it's it's not. It's there all the time. If you really know why
1: you're doing this. Yeah. Did
0: we say something else?
1: The little voice in your head. The little voice in your head. Or big voice in your head. Mm. Well, I remember, I also remember this and it's something that sticks to me is don't let it scream in your ear. Like you can get to the point where you can make it very dull and very quiet, but do not let your own voice scream in your ear. Take control of it. Mm. Either you control your mind or it controls
0: you. Yeah, brilliant. On that note.
1: We're very very wise today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we always? At least we think so ourselves. That's what we (laughs) tell ourselves. And and therefore we become really wise because that's the (laughs) affirmations we feed ourselves every day. (laughs) Oh, well for the rest uh, we wish you all an amazing week we challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing oh and actually one more thing we did the uh, mindset the mental game intensive a couple of weeks ago and we have decided that we're going to do some more of those we haven't decided on a new day and time just yet we'll we're we'll doing our best to fit the time schedule of all the different parts of this world it's a challenge when you work online to make sure that most as many people as possible can attend but what we have done is we've started a wait list so you can go in now and register for the wait list which means you're going to get notified when we have planned in the the next session uh the wait list is on mindic.eu slash intensive and
1: the link to that is also in the show notes All I would say is if there is, because there was a last time, there was a couple of people who didn't quite work out in their time zone. So if you are interested at all, send us a DM and obviously we will try our very best to accommodate you on with a, you know, when we decide a day and time. and things.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah, if we see that there's a lot of people, for example, over in America, we'll do our best to facilitate that time zone or in Europe or in Australia, anywhere else you are in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.